You're listening to what it means welcome back to the korean drama podcast i'm steve wow i'm kathy that was so soothing that was just lovely i am kim and honestly steve you should get a second job reading sleep stories for headspace Mm. should i Mm. i think so yeah Mm. okay i'll I'll look into it because uh i'm a big fan of sleep That is the number one requirement. That is the thing that they ask you. They asked me, I interviewed and they were like, do you like sleep? And I was like, oh no, I hate it. I'm sorry. And they were like, thanks for coming in. Not a match. Mm -hmm. Not a match, as you would say. That's too bad. I'm sorry, Kim. Yeah, that's fine. They need passionate people like you. Mm -hmm. Mm, Passionate about sleep. (sighs) You know what else I'm passionate about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Episode eight of Secret Garden. Tell us. You, oh Steve, my goodness! I am too. <laughs> Truly, might be my favorite episode so far. Really, mm-hmm. I think I had some mixed feelings on it. What? Oh no! Oh my god! I, well, All right. we'll get to why I had. Well, I'll, we will get to why I had some mixed feelings on it. Okay. Oh, as is usual for every Korean drama episode, a lot happens. Mm-hmm. Let's get to it. Yes. Let's so get we, into it. Let's get into it. Um, <laughs> get it. Actually. I'm so sorry. I forgot. There is one glaring criticism I have for this episode, which I will get to. <gasps> okay. Whoa, okay. Whoa, 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 we'll wait. I also that. have a glaring question, oh. but we'll get to that oh, later. Oh, a question. Oh. I have we'll a question. A glaring question. Yes. yes we'll we will not later. get ahead of ourselves. Oh, we'll get to it later. Definitely not getting anywhere. We're going to start at the beginning. <laughs> yes. Which is right where we left off in episode seven. John Mayer has announced in his jail cell that he will not... So sorry, my microphone is off. Okay. <laughs> John. Not getting ahead of ourselves. I'm so sorry. Not We're getting not ahead getting ahead of ourselves. Ahead of ourselves. Not, yeah, not letting the mic get ahead of ourselves. My mic was trying to. The mic Which, was trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So we left off right where we, we pick up right where we left off. And John Mayer has refused to give up Grunge Princess in his jail cell. He tells us in front of Blazers, in front of Richie. Blazers is so mad, she storms off. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that song comes on, the song they always play. And I don't know about you guys, but they have got me on a Pavlovian response where they play that song and it, <laughs> I, it gets me in my feelings. I'm already like, I'm so it's, sad. It's oh totally meant to be that. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's that's a great point. That is a great point. And it works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They tell you how to feel just based on the key change of the music. Mm-hmm. Korea number one in telling you how to feel mm-hmm. and thank you I really needed that direction um, <laughs> but John Mayer also reveals that this was all a ploy because he thinks the longer he can stretch out this drama with blazers the longer she hangs around him and she just wants him or he just wants her to hang around him Right. And I was honestly relieved to hear that because, as I've stated before, I am sometimes concerned um, for John Mayer that he has lost touch with his actual feelings and he's getting confused with what he thinks he should feel or what he is like maybe wanting to feel 
or he's, you know, just sometimes I think he's just confused. So I was glad to hear wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. Uh, I was confused by that because it's like, so Oscar, Oscar John Mayer clearly has feelings for Blazers. Um, but uh, he wants to, what is his plan here? What do you think is his, what is he trying to do? I mean, listen, it's not a healthy plan. And it's not a, it's not like, doesn't feel that well thought no. out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He just wants to like physically be around her for as long as possible, I think. And I think, yeah, I agree. And then I also think that he is trying to uh, continue to create conflict so that they can continue to like have something to discuss. Because it seems pretty clear at this point that they're not going to be filming a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it like does something to keep. I, I, what, what I have perceived is that this is how he keeps Blazers uh, around. Question. Mm-hmm. But this whole time, he's been trying to run away from Blazers. And now he wants to be around her? I'm confused. Well, he's like being a child, right? He's like, he's like, well, I don't want to be around you, but I want you to want to be around me. And, you know, that kind of thing, I think. Hmm. It also so feels very indicative of K-drama vibes. Like, I don't want you in this episode, but in this episode I do, but in this right. episode I don't. Like, what do you want? Okay, so maybe what's changed is that before he was kind of like, he wants Blazers to be around him on his terms, not when he's not suspect, like not expecting her. He doesn't want a surprise from Blazers. He wants to only see Blazers when he's ready. Is that kind of a, maybe a better assessment, you think? I think you're giving him too much credit. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that he doesn't even know that much. I think that he's just like, I don't want Blazers to go away. And the way that I figured out, even though it doesn't really feel like there's any amount of logic here, the, the way that I figured out my Pavlovian response that I've realized is that when Grunge Princess is around, Blazers is around because Blazers is trying to prevent me and Grunge Princess from getting together. Something like that. There is, I don't think that there's like a perfect logic here because I don't think that he understands the logic. Okay, but okay. I guess all, the only takeaway is he's got feelings for her. Things are not resolved. Yes. That's correct. And okay. John Mayer also does a little flashback reveal where he tells um, Grunge Princess that Little Mermaid is Richie Rich's favorite movie and he holds it as like an ideal of romance, which is so strange. Mm, a very twisted view on love and relationships. Yes, because if you we remember in like episode three, four or something like that, Richie Rich told um, Grunge Princess that she was like the Little Mermaid, right? Which but I guess like, he meant in a, as a compliment, then, right? But he makes so much; it's so hard to tell when he's actually complimenting her. Yeah. Like, <sighs> hold on, question. Um, we 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 use the term neg. Like, uh, maybe not everyone. What, what do you think? What does neg mean? What does it mean to neg? I think it's like trying to get a reaction out of a romantic interest by um, negatively speaking to them instead of like positively affirming them. Oh, wow. I really just now made the association between neg and negative. <laughs> 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 what, what did you. <laughs> That's. Better I don't know what I thought Kim. it was before. I just thought it was like a word that, you know, like, I don't know, like the rest of the words. It's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. It's just that this is what it is. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, I think of negging as like, 
when when in a romantic situation, usually when somebody is undercutting the other person in order to uh uh they're undercutting the other person in order to kind of like gain their make the other person want to impress them if that makes sense so like richie is is putting down grunge princess so that she will want to impress him and i think that that's what usually works for him at least that's what oh, i think is. interesting like a reverse psychology kind of oh yeah but like yeah. mean and like, and not quite gaslighting, but like is the cousin of gaslighting. Mm, like yeah, gaslighting like married is into that family. Yeah, gaslighting is like truly malicious, and I think negging is more uh, feels a little bit more lighthearted, but is still not kind. Mm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Then I have to ask. Then you know what? What? How would you define gaslighting? It's. To me, it's saying you want something from someone, and then when that person does that thing, you make them believe that you never asked for it in the first place. Yeah, gaslighting is like when you outright lie to somebody, but you try to trick them into thinking that you- They're the crazy one? That they're the crazy one. Mm-hmm. At least oh my that's God. my impression. Hmm, I see. But I like, guess I like don't truly have a way to explain either of them. Hmm. Are you-, you, you have you seen um, He's Just Not That Into You? Yes. Yes, we talked about this, I think, in an earlier episode. I think, yeah, it sounds familiar. Maybe you planted it in my head. But yeah, there's that beginning scene where it's like classic case of little boys teasing girls that they're interested in. But like, you know, and then the girl's right. told, oh, no, he's teasing you because he likes you. Right. These little niggers. Yeah, really socializing them young. Yeah. I guess it's like almost like an intuitive thing, though. They're not like doing it on purpose at that age. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. But I do think that uh, the behavior is normalized. Like when you're young is like, oh, yeah, uh, on the playground, if I shove you, that means that I like you because I'm giving you attention. Mm. Um, And then it evolves in middle school to like, if I'm full on ignoring you, that means I like you because I don't know how to behave. Okay, I'll admit I've I've been that boy. I've called and teased pe- girls that I thought I was interested in, you know, because you know you're too afraid to just be open and honest. Hmm. And that's what the show is about. It's about being honest and communicating, right? And making it very confusing because you're sometimes switched bodies and sometimes you're not switched mm-hmm. bodies in those moments where you are showing that. Mm-hmm. Wow. This drama gets so deep. Yeah. It's deep. <laughs> Amazing. But back this to is plot. serious psychology. Yeah. Really back is. to the plot though. Richie yeah. the body. I am sweating. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a little warm. It's, it's a, a lot hot. to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh Richie the body <laughs> goes to the police and is like, actually, John Mayer did not steal my car. Please release him. They release him. Meanwhile, Blazers is having a mad flashback to an earlier golf game on the golf course that she's brooding in where she wearing a fantastic outfit. Uh, Blazers is always wearing a fantastic outfit. Incredible hair, fantastic style. I have to say, and I don't think that this is getting ahead of us, but I wait. No, it is. Never mind. I won't say it yet. Don't get, <laughs> don't, ahead, let's, of don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get ahead of yourself. Let, let's just pull it back. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Well, there's another guy who never gets introduced, but it's this yeah. We don't one know guy, who it is. John Mayer mm. and Blazers, and Blazers and John Mayer are like hardcore flirting. He wrote oh, yeah. "I love you" on her back. 
Mm-hmm. I thought he was writing an essay. It, it was a lot of movement, hand movement. It kept well, going. He was being very serious. Yeah. I saw him write uh, Sanaheo. Yeah. With wow. my limited with you my write? limited can you, can you write now? skills. You, you know how to yeah. write? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know how to write. I, I, I know how to write and I can sound stuff out, but I don't always know what it means. Mm. But like mm. I could write out Shikaret's garden. Ooh. And I can read that. Shikaret. Joa, joa. But there that is means... no secret garden. Not Anio. yet. Anio. Hmm. Well, the secret. The garden is in our minds. That's where the only all the seeds. They plant all the seeds and then they're growing in our minds. And that's the garden. Do I that sound like a full secret. maniac right now? <laughs> you sound like you belong in a K-drama. Yeah, you're Thank becoming you so very much. Korean now. Mm-hmm. A lot of yelling, a lot of vocal peaking. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I'm really coming <laughs> yeah. into my own. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but back to yes. it. So he this, wrote on her back. Mm-hmm. He wrote on her back, I love you, which is a bold move. This stranger man who still has not been explained who he is, why he's there, plants the seed in Blazer's mind that John Mayer is not being sincere to her when he tells her he loves her and stuff like that. So right. That was a very... Somebody in the- something happened there, which... Can we call him golf bro? Because he seemed like a golf bro. Yeah, he's Ooh, a golf I bro. I like that golf bro. Golf bro. Mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, he looked like Harry Shum Jr., but I don't really like. I, I think I saw a photo of Harry Shum Jr. wearing um, a newsboy cap once, and so then I was like, "If you're Asian and you're wearing a newsboy cap, then you're Harry Shum Jr." I oh, think that's, that's what it's called. Sound logic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of insulting to Harry Shum Jr. <laughs> <laughs> We're so sorry, Harry. We know you're a huge Harry's fan a of this guy. podcast. I, I assume. Oh no, I don't think that he's a bro. I just think that like when I see an Asian person in a newsboy cap, I'm like, I've seen that. On Harry Shum Jr. before in a picture. Mm, a product of uh, the limited access to Asian faces we have on in America. Mm, that's right. Um, but Golf Bro, uh, you know, he does the locker room talk. Uh, the what, what Trump th- thinks is the locker room talk of like, yeah, yeah I hit that up. Right? And then, and then he kind of like, I don't know what he, I guess he's trying to like shame Oscar into thinking like, like, uh, like, I don't know what he's doing exactly. Like, maybe he's just trying to be like, maybe he's trying to like throw off Oscar John Mayer on his game and claim, try to like clear the way for Blazers himself. It's unclear because they give us no information on Golf Bro, not even a name or relation. Um, <laughs> so it's hard to know what his motivation is. Yeah, like, why are they are. golfing together? Who, yeah. How do they even know each other? How is he third wheeling? Who is he? Yeah. Um, um but back to reality, John Mayer has been released from jail and he immediately attacks Richie Rich, the body, who, as we recall, is Grunge Princess's soul. And Richie Rich, the body, gets back at him by tickling him. And then they <laughs> kiss. It was Tickle so time. Crazy. Tickle time. Oops. Kiss oops. Time. Oh, yes, my God. Always. I found this to be so absolutely wild. I screamed. I legitimately <laughs> I- screamed. I, I screamed a, a little bit, not like a full scream, but I did scream a little bit. It was more like, ah, then, oh, but. I, I enjoy good tickle time. So I was smiling from ear to ear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that I was. was I thought for a second I was like, oh, it's actually Grunge Princess in Richie's body. So I did think I was like, oh, is she going to like, like when she was saying something like, oh, you need like I'm going to do. I have like a secret move or something like that. I was like, oh, she's going to break out some sort of like, you know thing to get out of the headlock and like 
you know, flip him over her arm or something like that. And then it was truly just tickling. Mm-hmm. And Richie, the body's face after kissing John Mayer when when John Mayer was like like uh, wiping his <laughs> yeah, mouth yeah, and yeah. stuff. And Richie, the body, had such a fucking funny face. Like this little sheepish, like, oh, oops. <laughs> so like, yeah, so yeah. sheepish, but like also low-key, like proud of herself. Mm-hmm. And uh, do I feel like that's uh, true to the character? No. But... Did I very much enjoy the acting from Hyunbin? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's layers to it. So funny. <laughs> he needs an Emmy, a K so Emmy right now. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> so John Mayer is freaked out and he <laughs> runs away, leaving Grunge Princess and Richie to drive back together, where they body switch back temporarily. Uh, and Richie is mad. No, sorry. Oh, God. It's so confusing. Who is who? <laughs> it's okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yes. Not never getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never so, getting ahead of ourselves. Richie in his own body is mad at Grunge Princess in her own body for slamming the car door. Grunge Princess wants to go back to get John Mayer because she's scared that he's left alone on the streets. He doesn't have his wallet. He can't grab a cab. Right. And he is trying to hitchhike. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that, was, that was the crux of my introduction. With uh, him trying to hitchhike oh, into the yeah. taxi. Yes. That was I'm sorry, my favorite Steve, that we didn't, that we, we But didn't like the cab drivers, we did not recognize you. you we know? didn't recognize you. So we were playing into it. Yeah, we were doing that intentionally. Mm-hmm. The cab driver, they felt so, I don't know if they were actors or not, but they were like, they felt so believable as real cab drivers, didn't they? Mm. I, I, I wonder. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the mark of like, amazing acting like you can't tell if they're real or performing very dry but, huh. but very appropriate yeah yeah, yeah. very well that. played yeah yeah i love how when so, the second car comes up meanwhile in the back in the car he's he's not into it he's like bye-bye but these so people are giving car. him so much of the time of day for being like ultimately just going to drive off without him they're mm-hmm. like yeah we'll hear out your whole spiel buddy yeah <laughs> just say it. they're very generous Cap drivers give people a chance that's what the lesson here. That is, is yes. true. When there's an opportunity to make money. Mm-hmm. And also, he seemed kind of amused by mm-hmm. where this was going. Yeah. If, if a, a grown man was trying to serenade me, I think I'd listen. I'd give it a second. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would. <laughs> no? In Los okay. Angeles, no. If you come up to my car and you start saying, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I, I don't have any cash on me. I'm sorry. And this is yeah. why you can never cut it as a cab driver, Kim. I'm so sorry. That is true, and I was wondering if it was just simply because I said that I wasn't interested in sleep at the beginning of it, but Mm. this makes more sense. The list of your career options gets narrower. Mm -hmm. Extremely limited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the car, Grunge Princess, the real Grunge Princess, confesses that she cares about John Mayer because she is a fan. His music has got her through tough times when she was treated badly because she was poor, when her colleague got paralyzed on set and then when her dad died yes Mm. i also made note of this so Mm. those could be his bones that we saw in the pantyhose in her locker it could be we still don't know what was in those pantyhose we have not been given any evidence to the contrary there is our bones it's his bones (laughs) it has to be the bones there's no other option that's the the only thing we can think Mm -hmm. of right now I point. will go back at some point and like rewatch that moment. I'll save you the trouble. I did it and I still think it's bones. I think it's oh, bones. Oh, you do still think it's bones. 
I don't know. I it's just it's just unclear. Like it's like it's hard to see these details through the panty, the nylon. You know, honestly, just, go ahead, Kathy. Well, it's just there are a lot of bones in the human body. There were not that much things in the pantyhose. So it could be a selection of bones, but it's definitely not all of his bones. Right. His his favorite bones are her favorite bones of his. Honestly, when I saw oh the God. pantyhose for the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, like how you can put onions in pantyhose to like help preserve them. And that's what? all. That's like the only thought that I had. You can put onions in pantyhose to preserve the pantyhose? No, no, no. Uh, to preserve the onions. I believe oh, that this okay. is true. Is oh. that you can take pantyhose and put the onions in it and then you like tie knots off in between the onions. Really? I think that's something. Well, there weren't any knots in the pantyhose pictured. So it's definitely not that onions. That is true. It's not Which onions, points us back to bones. Yeah. So it's not onions. She's just randomly keeping in her locker. It's bones, which is a lot mm-hmm. more. Makes more sense. Hmm. Mystery is still unresolved. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, the two Grunge Princess and Richie Rich switch back bodies, or they switch to the opposite bodies, so they're in the wrong bodies. Um, and John Mayer pulls up to the hotel. He got a ride from the police. They don't really explain how. Um, no. And Grunge Princess, the body, gets revenge on Richie Rich um, by criticizing John Mayer. She says she's not a fan, and she disses his hair, which is like, Oof. Inappropriate. It's too far. It's too far. It's we too don't far. lie. We don't lie. Mm-mm. Why? No. Why lie? No. And it's pretty she, nasty. Yeah. Yeah. She, as her like final blow, she brings up the sexy pics that he took with that diva actress earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes, and she th- also threatens to tell Blazers about these pictures, and that makes John Mayer very nervous. At this point, they're holding uh, each other's bodies hostage. Really kind of like mm-hmm. yeah, at truly. each other's throats. Right. Truly. Or at their own throats. Mm-hmm. And Blazers comes back to the like valet portion of the hotel because apparently she owns this hotel. Yeah. Or her family owns the hotel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And John Mayer and Richie Rich, the body, want to go back to Seoul. No, sorry. John Mayer and Grunge Princess want to go back to Seoul, but Richie the body decides to take revenge on Grunge Princess the body and is like, no, I'll stay here with Blazers. Don't worry about me. And Blazers is like thrilled. She's like, yes, some alone time with Richie Rich. Takes his arm and Richie Rich is like, no, 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 no. We hold hands. Yeah. Uh He said something like, uh, uh, oh, let's let's not link arms. Um, Isn't it preferred for women to hold hands instead? And feel each other's temperature. Mm. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the temperature thing. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy, knowing how warm mm. a body is. Yeah. yeah. Have, have just... you, are you guys familiar with the term skinship? Skinship? No. It's, it's a Korean kind of like, uh, what do you call those? Like loan word? Or like, what? The, it's a word in English that Koreans made up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so instead of friendship, there's something called skinship, which is like, when you like touch somebody to kind of like glow, grow uh, closer to them, you know, it's kind of like a, a way to like mm. just like build a kind of romantic spark. Like I, I, we do it in America con- unconsciously anyway. Like, you know, you, you tap somebody on the shoulder or their leg like, oh, you, that mm-hmm. was such a funny joke. You tap them on the leg or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. that's called skinship. Interesting. Koreans well, Richie is have a specific hardcore for it. trying to do that. Uh-huh. Which is Grunge Princess mm-hmm. trying to sabotage Richie's soul. 
Mm-hmm. It's just so fun. It's so funny to me that like everyone is just trying to sabotage everyone else and they're all using each other to do it. Mm. Like, like it, it's funny because no one except for I uh, like, I mean, I guess this isn't true because like grunge princess and Richie really want to be together. And, uh, Oscar and blazers really want to be together um, so it's not like no one's getting hurt here, but it's just really funny that they're all like, well, let me, I'll, I'll get back at you and I'll get back at you. We go through th- so many hours of scheming though. When if they just like told each other how they felt, I feel oh like my goodness. this would be a one hour movie or less, like simply just use your words. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. This is how, well, I won't get ahead of myself because mm-hmm. I was really about to in this moment. So just let me do not breaks. Because we're not, we're not getting no, ahead of ourselves today. on this one. We're not getting ourselves. Not today. No. No. Um, John Mayer and Grunge Princess are pissed by this new turn of events. And John Mayer pulls Blazers away. And he is like hardcore pissed because he's like, hey, man, you dumped me. What's the deal? Uh, but Blazers points out, and he's like, you're going after my cousin. This is so weird. But Blazers points out that John Mayer is pursuing Grunge Princess, who is his cousin's girlfriend. Um, and she also says she doesn't care who Richie pursues anyway because she's not interested in him. She's interested mm-hmm. in his background. Big mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of reveal. Mm-hmm. And in that, well, I think that she's been pretty, like, I think she's been pretty open about that, about about not actually caring about Richie. She just wants, uh, wants the status. I, and in that way, I think that she and Richie are perfect for each other because they're both, like, only interested in marriage as a like career tool. Mm-hmm. As long as you guys are both on the same page, yeah, that's what works for you. Communication, Go for it. communication, communication is mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah, sometimes. But I, to me, the real reveal was when Oscar John Mayer points the finger at Blazers and is like, "You're the one who broke up with me." But then she counters back, "Was I the one who broke up?" And then. Yeah, Wait she's like, are you second. so sure? The plot thickens. Because mm-hmm. now we're in another flashback at the same time. Golf Bro is still there. We still do not <laughs> okay, know Okay, that name. is him. And okay, like, I was wondering. I'm pretty sure. I wasn't positive. He looks different it's without the hat. I wasn't sure. Yeah. There was no hat. There was no hat, so it's hard to tell. But it's either Golf Bro or another anonymous man who like, why are you there? Uh, we never find out. But he like totally slut shames Blazers is like, I hit that. She's like really easy or whatever. You don't want like a girl like that. At least in the the subtitles, literally he was like, she seems innocent, but she's a freak in the sheets. And I was like, oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Blazers is standing there right behind the wall. Her hair is wet. We Who could know why? Maybe it's one of the fashion Mm. styling wet hair trends. Mm -hmm. I don't know what she was wearing in that that moment, but... She had a misstep, as we all do sometimes. Well, she was younger then, mm-hmm. so she needed to figure out what her personal style was so that she could be the the very stylish woman that she is today. Mm-hmm. Well, and perhaps- honest- Sorry, go ahead. No, please. I was just going to say, like, this is this is what I was going to say earlier that um, oh, I didn't want to get ahead go. of myself. Here we go. Okay, okay. Don't like, get ahead of yourself. I just really became... I felt so deeply for Blazers in this moment, and, like, mm. then seeing the flashback between... Her being, uh, you know, I don't know, probably like 20 and have finding out that people were talking about her like this behind her back and 
it was kind of like the moment where you see a villain become themselves. Not that I think that Blazers is necessarily the villain here, but you see like the moment where someone really takes what happens to them to heart and they're like, okay, this is really going to be a defining moment of my life. And then it flashes forward to where she is today and she's so perfectly quaffed, so perfectly styled. She doesn't blink and she is so (laughs) unbelievably powerful. And I was just like, wow, you are my hero. Well, she's so confident. John Mayer said in that moment, because that golf bro mm. anonymous dude is like, well, are you uh, actually pursuing her? Actually right. pursuing Blazers? And John Mayer was like, no, she's just a side piece. Uh, yeah. And Blazers God. heard this. Yeah. yeah. But uh. Blazers was like, you know what? I, she was obviously hurt in the moment, but then she was like, use that moment and used it as a stepping stool mm-hmm. to become... Like I keep I keep likening her to a villain and I don't think that she's necessarily a bad person but I'm just like she's just so powerful. She is. Mm, mm. She really grew from that moment even though she her heart broke and maybe never got fixed. Yeah. Doesn't seem like it did. <sighs> John Mayer. He fucked up. He fucked up hard. And he really and did. As a guy, I've been there. Sometimes you say stupid shit because you think, you know what? The other person won't hear this. I'm just trying to like fit in with the bros. Mm-hmm. Fucking toxic masculinity. Mm. I think that happens to everybody. <sighs> you're like, I want to fit in. So I'm going to say this. And then you're like, oh, yeah, just the moment of like, just like weakness it. and just like, you know, you fuck, but you know, you just kind of get caught when you're, you, when you're too young to know where you stand and you just like, all you want yeah. is just fit in. I get that. But she still dated him long enough for him to propose to her before. Oh, how much how much time how much time passed here? Yeah. Um Wow. But then she still used it. Like she mm-hmm. was so powerful in that moment too. Now looking back, of just like, oh uh no, it's funny that you think that I would deign to entertain the idea of you proposing to me. <laughs> no. She was scheming even back then because she's like, I'm gonna hurt this yeah. guy. Mm. And I respect it. Mm-hmm. I'm so here for it. That's very Crush Korean him. of you. Crush yeah. him. Koreans Thank love you. a good revenge story. Number one Dang. in yeah. revenge. Number one in revenge. If you haven't seen Old Boy, watch it. That's the ultimate but revenge But in this story. moment. Ooh. What? Old Boy. You've heard of that? I heard of it. Mm-mm. I haven't seen it. Oh, if you want a, a really like twisted revenge story, it's just like, oh, this guy gets the ultimate revenge. It's so revengeful it's oh that's the best i can describe that's the max my vocabulary will allow me at this point (laughs) perfect i mean blazers does a pretty good job though and she tells uh john mayer that she trusts more what people say behind her back than to her face which is a real singer um and then john mayer reveals that he's not going to release his new album and blazers is like no problem the music video is canceled i don't need an excuse to be around richie anymore since he's now into me um so that and then that's the end of their drama for the moment for the moment Mm -hmm. then blazers approaches grunge princess and negs grunge princess for being poor again which she just like can't (laughs) escape like this negging and this is what i don't respect about blazers about blazers but classism isn't cute 
Classism is not cute. <laughs> it is cute to stand up. It is cute to stand up, to be clear, to be perfectly mm-hmm. clear. It is cute to stand up for yourself and to even get a little bit of revenge on people who hurt you. It is not cute to be classist. No, no, no. And especially I mean, like repeat classist, it's like kind of beating a dead horse mm-hmm. at this point because she already made this point that she looks down on Grinchpinsis because she has less money. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it, you shouldn't it, have said it at all, but don't say it several times. It, it kind of makes sense, though, because she had to claw her way back up, uh, up the ladder of society or whatever. And, you know, with with this revenge goal in mind, it kind of changed her. She she became spiteful and and even petty at times. And that's what has worked for her so that. far. I would buy that. But she came from a rich family. Yeah. So like she doesn't I don't think oh, she yeah. like fully comprehends like what nagging someone for being poor means right Mm. and she's she's being very unkind in that moment but she does this interesting thing also where she asks grunge princess who is richie rich the soul um to clarify whether she's pursuing john mayer or richie Mm -hmm. and then grunge princess who is richie the soul says she's richie in some pun that i didn't understand but the subtitles told me it was a pun oh yeah yeah same so be- in that moment, I remember. Um, uh, so, uh, who's who's talking? The body of a uh, grunge princess. Grunge princess, right? And it's really Richie's soul, mm-hmm. right? So he's not. He's he's talking very openly, actually, very literally, because he knows that she's not going to get it. So he's there's a kind of like a double meaning there mm. when he says like I'm. What what do you say? I'm. Um, he says something like, like I'm going I am after, Richie. Yeah, I am Richie or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of like a, a tongue-in-cheek thing for the, the viewers, I think. Mm. Yeah. Well, Blazers is thrilled by this answer, which is like, why do you care who John Mayer dates? But she's like, stay away from John Mayer, um, which is like, okay, but why do you care? And then Grunge Princess negs Blazers on her language and hosting skills, which I thought was a great turnaround. Very good turnaround. But only it's only that only happens because it's actually Richie's soul. Because mm-hmm. mm. Richie's the master negger. Mm. There's like a strange ne- delight in watching one. these these neggers go after each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So later, John Mayer and Richie Rich are barbecuing food up for the girls, and Richie and Blazers are flirting in, like, the most bizarre way. It's very weird. Wait, wait, wait. I wanted to go back for um, for one second because uh, because Richie comes into the scene with uh, Blazers and Grunge Princess, and he's wiping his hands on his shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, he, like, came <laughs> yeah. out of the bathroom, and, like, and Grunge Princess, who's actually Richie Sill, is like, are they out of damn paper towels? Like, what are you doing? She's like, that's, like, a $7,000 shirt or whatever, and he's, like, wiping his hands, and he's, uh, Hyunbin, I'm so impressed by your acting. It's so mm. fucking funny. He's just, like, wiping his hands on his shirt. He has this, like, shit-eating look on his face. He's just yeah. like, I know that I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, then yeah, and then Richie the body who's grunge the soul starts flirting with um with blazers and they're putting their hands on each other's face. And I <laughs> yeah. was just because yeah. we're recording this in the middle of the pandemic, I was just like, Oh no, we can't put our hands on each other's faces. Like, no, no, no. Also so bizarre, so weird. And this flirting continues in the next scene where 
John Mayer and Richie Rich are barbecuing food. The girls are waiting right. to eat. And Richie says something like, I don't know, like, I think a woman who eats my food is beautiful or something. It's just like so odd. It's very, it is very odd. It's like, yeah. they all hate each other. Why? It's like, they're all hanging out though. <laughs> yeah. They're all manipulating each other to get at uh, the other people. Yeah. What an it's uneasy It's so alliance. crazy. And yeah. also they've got John Mayer, like also John Mayer's out here grilling for he's the pop star and he's grilling for everyone wearing a hoodie and like running pants and like everybody else is just farting around yeah why why is everyone hanging out it's so weird that like they all find themselves hanging out together um but in that moment after they like do their little bizarre flirting session john mayer and richie rich like well richie rich the soul so grunge princess like physically feel the kiss the cousin kiss that happened in the beginning of the episode <laughs> cousin <Yeah>. kiss <laughs> unbelievable and john mayer is so disgusted he's like richie you're coming with me we're going to the sauna to scrub our lips which is wild logic to be like i feel uncomfortable that i kiss my cousin so let me see him naked i agree and also like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well i don't want to get ahead of myself Let's let's scrub until we be reborn yeah <laughs> yeah scrub ourselves to death um, and then blazers and grunge prints yeah, but also we'll be naked. It it just doesn't make sense. But blazers and are, also I thought that rich people didn't go to the sauna. Well, I guess there's a special. This is like this place is known for their sauna. It's blazers like a luxury sauna. Yeah, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, and blazers invites Grunge Princess to the spa too. Who is Richie's the soul? And uh, initially, Grunge Princess isn't into it, but then she like checks out Blazers' boobs and is like, "Hell yeah!" I'm Again, into it. yeah, it's so. Why? So strange. Yeah. It was pretty I funny, did th- though. Uh, I did think for a second that Blazers was figuring out that it was actually Richie and Grunge's body. Um, because when she was in the sauna and she was talking about, like, her – when she was talking about her body, I was like, oh, is she trying to, like, like do some sort of a mind game here? Mm. Like, does she know that it's really Richie in the body? And so she's, like, trying to, like, mind game him. Mm. But then it was just that she's, like, extremely – self-absorbed well i thought also she was trying to be like look at how good my body is compared to yours right she's trying to like make grunge princess's body feel inferior that's what she was doing i think i felt like she was trying to be like i'm better than you so you know take that yeah (laughs) right again uh, unnecessary mm -hmm. you've already made your point (laughs) yes and oscar winning moment of the season i dare say is when Richie Rich comes out of the sauna to see John Mayer completely naked. Oh my God. <laughs> comes out, first of all, with his towel up to his chest. Like he didn't want anyone over, to see his yeah, boobs. Over his yeah. nipples. Yeah. And he comes out so demurely, sees John Mayer, screams, and then legit, and then John Mayer presents his dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's Wait, like, what, what is you, this what you're nervous about? He, yeah. said, he said something. I forgot what he said. He's like, I've been working out. Or yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, lunging and thrusting yeah, He's his like, <laughs> flexing. Yes. But would you believe, right, that he's naked? Yeah, so he's yeah, naked and with his dick out. He's lunging with his dick out, and they're both screaming in the sauna, and the other two old men who are in there are not phased. They're like, yeah, yeah. that's Whatever. fine. Typical like, day. Fine. Yeah. Let me guess. Day you guys had a cousin kiss, and now you're freaking out. Like, yeah. Yeah. we've seen Been it there, done that. Uh, what else is new? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Also, um, what earlier in that scene, before Richie comes in, um, 
John Mayer is sitting in the pool by himself or the hot tub by himself. And he's like taking the water out of the out of the hot tub and scrubbing it on his mouth. And I was like, no, no, no. There's so many germs in there. That's not going to make you more clean. That's going to do the opposite of that. Mm, You're right. Good catch. Again, John Mayer, not the brightest bulb in the box. Great hair, though. Great hair. All that He's just a man of of just... So after this... Carried by his emotions. Anyway, I think there's like a lag or something. Uh, But we love him for it. (laughs) We do. Mm -hmm. So after this spa adventure, Grunge and Richie are hanging out at a body... uh, Excuse me. At a body switching party. party. Uh, Grunge and Richie are (laughs) hanging out at like a bonfire. And they temporarily body switch back to their normal bodies. But before that, we do see... uh, uh, Richie the body, no. Shoot, what drinking? Is the it wine? Richie the body? Was it Richie the body or Richie the soul? Who comes in drinking like a not a pina colada, but the, some the sort bo- of like fancy? That's Richie the body. So no, 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 because Richie the body is drinking the wine bottle. Right, 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 right. So it's Grunge oh, the body yeah. that comes in with this like fancy looking tropical drink. And I was like, that doesn't feel, I mean, I'm very extremely critical of mm-hmm. some of the like character choices that are made. But I'm like, that doesn't feel truthful to what Richie the the soul would drink. See, my right, thought right. was maybe Richie the soul loves fun tropical drinks, but feels embarrassed to order them normally. Oh. But now that he's in a woman's body, that's like okay for women to drink. Oh. So he's like, maybe they were get, right. they got those drinks because they were trying to still um, keep undercover. Mm-hmm. Well, I do believe that uh, Grunge Princess the Soul is is uh, drinking wine out of the bottle because she had a very funny quote. Where she said, whether you drink it from the cup or the bottle, you still get the same buzz. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I was like, heard that, sister. Mm-hmm. That's Wise some Korean truth right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Richie also reveals that he, Richie the soul, who is now back in his normal body because we have temporarily body switched, he reveals that he has changed the measurements of his ideal woman and his new ideal woman would never be able to be Miss South Korea. Which yes. feels like a throwback to referring right. to Grunge Princess. Another, but, yeah. That's basically a confession. Dig at her. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's saying, Grunge Princess, I'm into you. Right. But then, then in the next moment, he calls her dark and ugly. Mm-hmm. Which feels unbelievable. Like, so not okay uh. to say. So offensive. On so many levels. Oh, my God. And then she comes back with my all-time favorite burn at this point, where she says that he has a lopsided butt. (laughs) And he's so offended by it. I loved it. You got to do equal squats on both sides or equal lunges on both sides. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Mm, But he's not doing any because he's too busy being propped up by all of the guys that work for him. Mm -hmm. He probably has a lopsided butt because... He always sits in that way where you prop up one leg on the other. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. 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 Luxury. The luxury sit. Like it's The luxury ass? It kind of hurts your crotch. It's like, I don't even know how... It's hard to do as a guy. Like, you know, you got your, Mm. your, you know, your nut friends, like, in the middle. (laughs) Your nut friends in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. And it just... Sometimes they get in the way. I'm glad but, you're on good terms with your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> They're my friends. If you're a person with nuts and you also have a lopsided <laughs> butt, please call mm-hmm. into the show. Let yes, us please know. Please call into the number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Richie reveals he has come down so late at night because he has been up all night wondering why Grunge Princess has no family. 
And Grunge Princess explains her mom died shortly after her birth. Her dad was a fireman and died in his accident. Dot, dot, dot. Doesn't explain why his bones or some of them are in pantyhose. (laughs) Right. And also doesn't explain why he's actually secretly a witch in the woods. So many questions left unanswered. We have a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. I also found it extremely odd that right after he said something so offensive to her that she was like, Oh, yeah, okay, I'll unveil all this deep trauma mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Well, she also reveals, too, that she was a child of the welfare state. She relied on government mm. assistance. Right. And Richie says he would have paid more taxes if he knew it went to raising her, mm. which is very sweet. But also that's what taxes do. So, like, pay up rich people. You know, pay up rich people. I, mm-hmm. I want to point out that that was, like, a masterful nick, I think. Because what the, the line he said before that was, Oh, so that's where my taxes are going. And then he's like, and if I knew that, I would have paid more. Wow. Wow. It feels romantic, but he's basically spelling out what decent humans should do. You know? Right. Like, he <laughs> is he is outlining our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. It is a little sad that his thinking that he's going the extra mile is really just what we should do as human beings mm-hmm. living together on this planet. Right. The bar for Richie is extremely low because he is so unbelievably mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so meanwhile they have body switched back they're in the opposite bodies and it's the next morning and blazers wakes up next to richie she is clearly surprised doesn't know how that happened and then john mayer wakes up to grunge he is also very surprised they don't really explain why but they're in the suite a suite together because they're next door rooms (laughs) And they're all together. And, but, like, they don't explain how everyone ended up in each other's beds. Right. Okay. And also, if she owns the hotel, why do they not have more than two beds? Yeah. That's true. Okay. Or somebody didn't sleep on the floor. Here's my explanation. My explanation is that Richie, the body, and Grunge, the body, uh, they both drank themselves into a stupor. They stayed up late. The other two passed out on the bed. And they were so drunk that they didn't even realize whose rooms they were going into somehow. Even yeah, though they, I guess you would assume. It's nice for the show to tell us, though, because truly. Right. Then now and I've... also, like, how did they get how did they get keys to this? Yes, room? that's where I just realized there's a hole. <laughs> and, like, and again, she owns or her family owns the hotel. Oh, wait, and wait, 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 they're not actually, it's one key for, for a two-bedroom uh, suite. Yes, I am on board with mm-hmm. that. But, like, why would why would four people who all seem to hate each other and ni- none of them are actually in a pairing where they would be willing to sleep in the same bed with each other, why would they all four have keys to one hotel room that only has two beds? And three of them are massively wealthy. And three of them are massively wealthy. One of them owns the damn hotel. Okay. You couldn't it's at a- least ask like for an extra pillow and blanket and somebody sleeps on the floor. I slept in a bathtub on more than one occasion. It's actually pretty cozy. You just line it up with some extra pillows and you're totally fine. Wow. They just they just truly never explained it. And we glossed right over that into breakfast the next day where they're inexplicably all eating breakfast together again all (laughs) hanging out for absolutely no reason these people are masochists and they are insane yes it's a classic case of keep your friends close but enemies closer i think 
I and they don't have and they don't have any friends. So I suppose this is what they believe friendship to be. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Well, so they're having this weird ass breakfast. Meanwhile, John Mayer's manager is freaking out because someone leaked his new single from the new album. Trying to get a hold of John Mayer. He's not answering his phones. So John Mayer's manager calls Blazers, who breaks the news to John Mayer. And John Mayer freaks out because it turns out this song has been plagiarized. Plagiarized. <laughs> Wait, is, is uh, so Blazers John, and John Mayer, Mayer are... Mm-hmm. Did John Mayer plagiarize Bernie's song? Is that the issue here? That was my guess too, but they don't really explain it. Yeah, Mm. it does seem, because if we remember back when they were on Jeju Island, I believe that uh, John Mayer had lost his uh, soon. (laughs) He had lost his Zune, his MP3 player. (laughs) Zune MP3, wow. I just remembered about Zune in that moment. I had a river, I gotta say. iRiver was the best. iRiver. I love it. iRiver. It's It's a Korean MP3 player. As a Zune? Mm -hmm. It's a Korean MP3 player. Wow. Yes. Kathy, very Korean. Look at you, Kathy. Extremely Korean. You were way ahead of the time. Um, Wow. And unlike Apple iPods, iRiver allowed you to just move any kind of music onto your iRiver player, unlike Apple, which restricted you to like digital rights and stuff. Mm. Wow. I had an Apple uh, a, a video iPod regular style and I had the entire high school musical movie downloaded on it that I would watch oh. when I was on choir bus trips. Oh. <laughs> wow. Isn't that screen size like one inch by one inch? Truly it's maybe 1.5 inches. Wow. Um, and that's why I have such bad eyesight now. That's unfortunate. The seeds you plant early on. The seeds you plant in your secret garden, mm-hmm. they grow. Mm-hmm. They grow. And then they become terrible eyesight. Anyway, we're off topic. Yes. But what I was trying to say is that um, if we remember back to when they were on Jeju Island, um, John Mayer had lost his MP3 player and then Bernie found it and loaded some of his own music on it, mm-hmm. it seemed like. Yes. There is, a, and, there is sorry, something that comes up later that makes me think this isn't. It wasn't Bernie's song, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We won't get ahead of ourselves, but I did also think that it was Bernie's music. Mm. So Blazers and John Mary leave this awkward breakfast um, because this concerns Blazers' career too since she's the director of this music video, so they leave. Right. And then, guys, this is my one big criticism. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, my God. Hotty alert, but it's only his voice. It's only his oh. voice. I wrote, I wrote this down too. <laughs> this I found God to be unforgivable. This is so rude. Unforgivable. I can't believe I fall for this. I every almost time, turned guys. it off then and there. <sighs> so disappointing. Oh. It was. Yeah. So I fell for it again. It was Hottie, just the voiceover. It was just the voiceover. Hottie has texted Grunge Princess to ask her about the dark blood scene and tell her he submitted her for the audition. Richie, the body, is freaking out because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and he wants Grunge Princess to audition, but Grunge Princess doesn't want anything to do with it because it's dangerous. But Richie says he will <laughs> teach her. And then and then Grunge Princess 
uh, who's really Richie Soul, says, say something reasonable, which I found to be very funny. <laughs> Good one-liners in this. But Grunge Princess ultimately says no, and Richie Rich threatens revenge if she doesn't do it. Right. Um, meanwhile, in the car driving back to Seoul, I guess, um, Blazers reveals that they have never been in a car together until this moment because John Mayer wanted to protect himself. I'm not really sure what that was about, um, but I guess that'll be on our list of questions with who is golf bro, why were they in a suite together, whose song did he plagiarize? So many questions. So many questions. I think I know. I think I know what Blazers is upset about. Oh, what was Blazers upset about? I think what happened was. After okay, flash going into the flashback of Golf Bro and John Mayer talking, and then you know mm-hmm. John Mayer caves into the kind of like that unspoken peer pressure of like yeah, just be a bro, and he throws Blazers under the bus and is like oh she's just my side piece, and of course Blazers hears that, um, you know off to the side, and I probably what happened I'm thinking is Blazers confronted John Mayer about that. And then John Mayer was like, no, like I'm just I was just saying that to like, I don't know, like and so basically protect himself. Like, I guess to to try to like be a bro. And it's like that's not what he meant, but of course, you know, it hurts for Blazers to hear that. And so maybe, maybe that's what's happening. That's my theory. Maybe, but again, for a series that is 20 hours long, I like really wish they would tell us this. <laughs> they would not yeah. leave us guessing. They and need also, to leave us I, guessing. Also, I think that Blazers, after she heard them talking about her behind her back, I think that she was just like, okay, I'm going to like drag this out and play him. Mm-hmm. I'll play the player. Mm-hmm. You don't play me. I'm Blazers. Learn the name. Learn the name. We can't, but, you know, (laughs) learn the nickname. But John Mayer, you Um, learn it. But John Mayer, you learn Mm -hmm. it. Um, And I think that then she was, like, pointing at – it's unclear how old they are when they're – when that ha- when that event happens mm-hmm. and when he proposes and how much time has passed in between there again with Kathy's point, you could tell us. Mm-hmm. You could tell us, you guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, it, it seems – it seems like – Maybe it is the kind of thing of like, oh, John Mayer was kind of trying to keep her secretive, even if he did really like her mm-hmm. and he wasn't like taking her to events and he wasn't like taking her anywhere in the car and stuff like that. Okay, to address the age, though, I will say that based on Blazer's bangs and haircut style, they're implying that they were in probably like their early 20s, I'd say. Mm. I think I that think uh, that's a hairstyle that's familiar. I buy it. That's kind of like common with like, you know, early twenties, late teens, mm. Um, mm. that age group. They're so young. Yeah, too so young. young. Unfortunate. She's so this is also wild resentment. because while they're driving, oh yeah, while they're driving on the highway, John Mayer fully kicks Blazers out of his car on the side of the road. It's like I can't concentrate while you're in here. Bye. <laughs> And then she gets out of the car. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, and it doesn't seem like she has a phone either because she's just standing there mm-hmm. looking okay. around. So John Mayer does say that uh, Richie Rich will be on his way to pick her up. So don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, but like he's not going to call. And like when will he call? You know, when he when he th- when he thinks of it. Also, when w- is Richie Rich 
gonna leave like how far are they like how long does she have to wait that's like super dangerous for a woman to just sit there on the side of the road (laughs) i agree i agree and like what would you do if somebody that you from your past who you were, were trying to reconcile with and they seemed very torn up about you being around in that moment if they were like get out of the car on the highway Wait, if, what would if, you if do if we were in blazer's seat is that what you're yeah, asking yeah if you were in blazer's position and mm-hmm. yeah and also like considering the emotional place that she's in that it does seem like now she's like I do care about Oscar and I do want him to be well and I, like from I, I I feel for her in this moment too because it really seems like he's so upset and she's like I want to do what's best for him so I'm going to get out of the car even though it's extremely dangerous and I was just like gosh what would I do what would you guys do Okay first I want have to say that Oscar John Mayer does say that I'm so upset right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna just blow through all the traffic lights. I can't see any stop signs. And he's basically saying, I don't want to risk your health. So get out right now because I'm gonna drive like a maniac. Mm. I don't want to risk getting you in danger. Hmm. So I could pull over and wait for someone to pick you up, or I can leave you on the side <laughs> of the road. Yeah. For someone else to pick you up. Who knows who might that be? And also knowing Oska, knowing John Mayer, it seems like he's like, I'm frustrated right now. Mm-hmm. Not that he's like, I care about your safety. He's like, I'm frustrated. Get out of the car. Mm-hmm. He can't handle his emotions. He cannot handle his emotions, which is crazy because he has a giant wealth of them. Mm-hmm. I will say that the the whole getting out of the car in the middle of the road or freeway is also kind of a thematic thing in, in, in Korean dramas, I'd say. Like, Getting out of the oh. car mm. in the middle of traffic or whatever. Like, I feel like it's not uncommon to see that happen. Mm. And Steve, you've been to Korea. Anything that happens in real life? To um, see women dotting the side of the highway? <laughs> Just like gotten kicked out of a car? <laughs> All these guys on the way to like uh, pursue a copyright infringement. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm torn because while Korean dramas are kind of an embellishment and exaggeration of the human condition. At the same time, what I've seen on the streets in Korea, that shit gets dramatic and crazy. I've seen women pull their hair apart in the middle of the street. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. People like wailing and like getting on their knees. I don't know. Life in Korea can kind of be dramatic, I guess. So, I mean, it might seem far-fetched to a non-Korean audience. But yes. uh, it's not. I feel like it's not as uh, unbelievable to a Korean audience. Well, that's why cultural context is important. Cultural context. Mm-hmm. So this is where I wonder about the plagiarism because Bernie Sanders is retrieving his security deposit from his landlady. He says he's leaving Korea. And John Mayer interrupts and accuses Bernie Sanders of releasing the uh, song yes. because he thinks when Bernie Sanders was in possession of the mp3 player he used that mp3 player to load the song and upload it to the internet which would mean that the plagiarized song wasn't bernie's unless oh you know what unless it was from the cafe from like episode two so maybe it was well i mean bernie gave uh john mayer the his music uh not to use in his album but to just kind of like sample his talent right 
Yeah, but that was after because Bernie or sorry, John Mayer thinks Bernie Sanders released the music when he had the MP3 in his possession. So that was before he even gave that music to John Mayer. But maybe John Mayer, because he had like was watching that cafe performance that Bernie Sanders was doing. So maybe he had like memorized it from there and plagiarized that. Hmm. And then cliffhanger, it was revealed that the IP address of the leak came from Blazer's office. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was crazy because Blazer's was with John Mayer. Mm-hmm. But I do think that she seems like she could be the kind of person that was like, had told her assistant, hey, um, we're going to preload this. And as soon as I say the word, we're going to make it live. Yeah, it, we haven't figured out what her motivation with that is, especially since she was so freaked out to learn that it was plagiarized. Um, but we put that on the back burner for a second because we go back to Grunge Princess, the body who is shopping in Richie Rich's department store. She said she delayed the audition till the next day. And at this point, I'm thinking, is Blazers still on the highway? Like they have fully returned to Seoul. <laughs> Where's Blazers? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Grunge Princess and Richie Rich are arguing, which are starting rumors um, amongst the department store staff. Those rumors make it up to Director Park, who comes oh, yeah. to the wild conclusion that Grunge Princess <laughs> must be pregnant. And he says it three times. He's three like, times. either she's pregnant, must be pregnant or she's pregnant, she's pregnant or she's pregnant. She's pregnant. And you're like, what? What part of that? Do you look at the clothes she's shopping for? Anyway, um, she, he director Park could be wants first to, trimester. Well, it could be, I guess, but like, whatever. It doesn't make <laughs> sense, director Park. But <sighs> he's planning to use this against Richie. Meanwhile, um, the the Great Gatsby mom is gossiping with. I don't know. Is that the aunt? I'm not sure who that is. Oh, I thought it might be one of the women who works at the house. Oh, yeah. That's probably because it didn't look like the aunt. But I was like, who else could this? Right. Be? But she was talking about um, she was talking about like Olska and uh, uh, and Richie Rich, like coming and going in the house mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is horrified. She's like, let me call up grunge. Grunge princess is wearing the sparkly jumpsuit, the Italian-made one from episode one that Richie Rich is so proud of um, because she thinks it's going to be a good audition outfit, I guess because it's a sweatsuit. So her logic isn't totally wild there. It makes sense. None of these people's logic is really totally (laughs) No, but for that one, I will say like, yeah, I get it. That one makes a little more sense. It's a sweatsuit to a stunt audition. That is true. I'm on board with that. But Grunge Princess agrees to meet with this great Gatsby mom um, and tells Richie to stay at work for 30 minutes, then leave without signing anything or doing anything. So then Grunge Princess goes to Great Gatsby Mom, who offers Grunge Princess an envelope full of cash. But not uh, enough cash. Not enough cash. Grunge Princess negs his mom because it is Richie's soul. Is like, right. this is how much I'm worth. Psh. Uh And we also find out that the mom has done this before with other women that right. Richie was into. Yes. And she it and it's very funny because she uh pulls out a stamp pad in what looks like a mall food court and is like use your thumbprint to sign this document right here and right now and here's $12 for your trouble. Mm, kind of like a they settled outside of court kind of a contract. Yeah. yeah. 
But Grunge Princess doesn't sign any of this. She's thinking about it, which is Richie's soul. Um, meanwhile, John Mayer has stomped into, stormed into Blazer's office, demands to see her, but she's not there because I think she's still on the oh highway. My oh my God. <laughs> where, like, where is she? With Incredible. the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying to sing Olska songs into cab drivers' windows so They're that they'll fine. pick her up. Oh my God. She's, guys, I'm worried about her. Um, <laughs> she's still there to this day. She's not reachable by phone. Her assistants can't reach her. Blazers is pissed. Meanwhile, okay, twist Blazers is fine. She's eating a gigantic salad, thinking of romantic things that John Mayer has oh, said yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Having I, a real moment. Yeah. And I admire, honestly, the amount of food that she ordered just for herself. Yeah, good for her. I mean, she was just on the highway for, like, days. So, like, <laughs> she was on the highway yeah. for days. Go I, I, Not only that, to make the, the, the scene more poignant is the fact that she's eating alone, which Koreans will never do. Oh, like, interesting. The, like, oh. if you go to a Korean restaurant, they only serve you if you come in a pair or more. Um, it's, it's rare to serve Maybe just that's individuals. Why like to to be seen eating alone is like considered the saddest thing in Korea. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So she's just owning her sadness and eating alone. Good for her. Good for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, Richie is at work and he's panicking because he has been asked to sign something. Um, Director Park comes in with some kind of proposal. Uh Richie is, of course, acting like Grunge Princess, apologizing for shit, telling Director Park she'll help him because he's older. But of course, it is Richie the body. So everyone's looking at him weird. Secretary Kim is trying to give Richie some like hand signals to tell him not to sign it. But I'm not super clear if uh, Secretary Kim is trying to help him out or not. It's I don't know. It's not clear. Um, Yeah. But Richie Rich ends up signing it. Um, But Director Park is pissed because the signature is different. It now has a heart in it. <laughs> now it's a heart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Because it is, of and course, like, Grunge Princess signing it. And it's also like as though he had printed it. Like if somebody was like, sign your name, and you wrote out all of the letters in like elementary school perfect letters. And then yeah, they yeah, yeah. put a heart. Yeah. Absolute I mean, it's pretty madness. bad handwriting to begin with as well. Mm-hmm. I have to say that. Well, Director Park is pissed because he's like, I just perfected forging the other signature. Now he has a new signature. (laughs) What is going on? I love that. So so Secretary Kim and Richie are having a walk and talk. They witness a man denying obviously sexually harassing a worker at the department store. Mm -hmm. She's pissed. The co-workers are pissed because he's, I guess, a flagrant assaulter. He does this all the time. But he's a VVIP. So, you know, it's okay. Right. He's like, you don't want to get in trouble, honey, right? Which is yeah. gross. And to be clear, it's not okay if you're a VVIP. No, it's not okay. Don't be a time. pervert. Unless you mm. get an I'm sorry, I me too, you cake. Like Secretary <laughs> That's the only rule. Oh, yeah. Oh, but my God. Richie, the body who is Grunge Princess the Soul, comes up to this gross man and legit punches him in the face. Punches it, beats him up. It sounds like when the roommate is recounting it to. Uh, to Grunge Princess the Body, who's Richie the Soul. She's like, yeah, it was like right hook, left hook, uppercut. And I was like, wow. oh my God, like uh, uh, we we can't trade one assault for another assault. Like that's, you know, no. we, got, we can't, it's not good what he did, but like also 
you know. I feel like one punch would have been okay from a regular person, but... Or a, a bunch slap of, or something. Yes. But a bunch totally of punches from a stunt person seems harsh. Because they like And that he's an old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're feeling sorry for the perv, huh? Yeah. I mean, I'm a not little, feeling so uh, I'm not feeling sorry for the perv because I'm like, you're disgusting. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, we we can't uh it's not an eye for an eye, you know. Yeah, let the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. So Grunch hears what happens from the roommate and runs to meet. Richie, who's at the police station in cuffs, eating something, eating like police station food, I guess. He's eating beef stew or beef beef broth. They in always the seem to be eating at the police station. station. <laughs> yeah. They must serve, they must serve some yeah, really good stuff. Like, is the police station there. a restaurant? Yeah. I mean, it kinda it's is. like very cush in they the ha- That's Korean how they pay prisons. for the, the bills as well. That's how they pay salaries. When you go to jail, they make you like order food and then pay for it and then tip well. So it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant where you're handcuffed. It's a restaurant where afterwards you are incarcerated. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be really delicious, though, because she's chowing. He's chowing down. Mm -hmm. Well, Grunge Princess is pissed because she's Richie's the soul. Grunge Princess accuses Richie. Grunge Princess's body accuses Richie's body of doing this on purpose, of sabotaging his life. He has called off the lawyer, tells him to rot in jail, and says that the way he would have done it is he would have waited, got the security footage, and sued him later. So he Which is a good that's it's a, a good plan. A good plan. Yeah. So he had a better he had a better way of dealing with it. Meanwhile, a huge thunderstorm is brewing, and I'm like, wait a second, what's happening? We're in Literally, the eight. sky opens up, and it starts pouring on yeah. the ballets outside. Mm. Which I'm like, I'm a little concerned about, but it's not too, nothing huge is going to happen because it's episode eight. Yeah, it's episode eight. Mm-hmm. So, Grunge Princess, the body, is leaving the jail cell telling this pervert sexual assaulter not to settle with Richie, the body, because she really wants Richie to rot in jail. And she also tells Richie, like, Hey, uh, you got yourself into this, like any amount of money you have to pay for yourself. Like mm. you can't access my money to try to fix this thing that you did because that's how bad it is. Yes. And then lightning strikes and oh my God, we're in episode eight. Episode eight. We have 12 episodes left. They and just they switched s- bodies in episode six. It just happened in it episode six. And they switched bodies. At the end of episode six. It just, At the end of episode six. Oh, episode episode eight, eight, what episodes, is happening? Okay. It's episode eight. We have 12 more hours of this. And they switch bodies back. Unbelievable. And it was like Where also can it go? very. It was also very insane to watch because it was like she had been. Like Grunchwitz is walk. Grunchwitz is the body is walking outside, and it's raining. And then we see like this like ethereal green smoke coming off of her. And yeah, then yeah. like I can't even liken it to anything because it's truly so strange to behold. And it just like comes off of her and then goes into the police station yeah. and goes into Richie's body. And then they've swapped back bodies. They've swapped back. What is the rest of this show going to be? This is what I did not like about the episode. I was like, what the hell is this? We're in episode eight. We've only seen at maximum three episodes of switched bodies. And and less than that, because they keep doing the thing where they switch them back when they're having a vulnerable moment. Just when you think you understand the challenges that the protagonists are facing. No. 
They haven't Pretty. learned enough yet. It's so frustrating because they also set up so much, so many things like they're going to have to do this audition, you know, yeah. like Richie the Soul's going to have to do this audition in Grunge's body and like Director Park is doing this takeover, but now they're, it's going to be like regular. So why body switch in the first place? I don't know. I mean, I was wondering if like, Part of the reason why they body switched in that moment is because Richie, the soul, had been so uh, had been so mean to grunge the soul in that moment and been like, you really messed all this up and like essentially like you're going to rot in jail for this at least for a, a little bit of time because you're mm-hmm. not going to have the money to make up for the thing that you did. Um, so I was wondering like, oh, is is this a lesson now for Richie to try to learn since he was trying to make it exceptionally hard for Grunge Princess. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, well, Grunge Princess also needs to be learning like in her, in her body switch too, like how to be more confident and how to, you know, hold her own. Yeah. Body Um, switches aren't just for the man. It's not just for the man. This Mm -hmm. is an equal opportunity body switch. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're going to body switch again. That's what I think. Is That's the question, right? Because they did they finish the bottle? Are they going to go back to the Secret Garden, whatever restaurant or whatever the fuck that was, uh, and get another bottle of that moonshine? Maybe. Ooh, I don't that's know. a good point. That maybe they'll intentionally try to do it. Mm. But go back I to think Jeju? I think that now that they've ingested this magical wine potion, I'm guessing it like kind of stays with you for a little bit. Um. Mm. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I've never dabbled in that. Are they forever cursed? That's the question, mm, I guess. That would be wild if just for yeah. the rest of your life you were like, uh, some days we're body switched and some days we're not. <laughs> it really depends on the day. That would be so stressful. It yeah. depends on the weather, it seems like. Whenever it's dark and stormy, you can expect body switching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the you forecast? Move, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. move somewhere where it doesn't rain. Oh, this ties into the episode one at the very beginning scene where Richie Rich is checking the weather forecast. <gasps> oh, right. my God. Oh, the seeds. Oh, the seeds. Oh. Mind oh, blown. Shit. Wow. So many seeds planted in this crazy garden. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Now I have uh, to go back and watch that again. Yeah, I can't wait to continue to see what happens. Unbelievable. Before we get ahead of ourselves. Don't. Don't. Get ahead I of need ourselves. to mention something. Mm. Okay. Uh, we kind of, I think we got ahead of ourselves earlier. <laughs> but there was the time when Grunge, the princess's body, aka Richie Rich's soul, visits his psychiatrist doctor friend. Yes. In yes. the office. And guess what she's wearing? She's wearing a lab coat for the first time. She was wearing an... Like a, like a professional attire. Oh. Right. But she was underneath her lab coat still wearing a dress that party she, attire. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. could she, she could wear out, which I admire At a moment's notice, go party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's nothing that says that if you're a psychologist, you have to dress stuffy. So True, true, true. But a big reveal happens in that scene, which is, which, which is what I suspected. Remember? I don't know what episode I mentioned it in, but I suspected, as I suspected, Richie Rich and... His psychiatrist had a thing in the past. Oh, they did? I did not get that. When was did- that what she was saying about... Because I was confused as to why Richie the body... or I'm sorry, Richie the soul and Grunge's body even went to the psychiatrist's office um, or the therapist's office. Like, I was 
confused on why Here's he why. was asking her what to do about the mom. But what, in the scene before, Richie's soul, aka inside Grunge's body, has that sit down with mom, right. Richie's mom. And for the first time, he realizes that his mom has been paying off his like uh, love interests because she doesn't approve of them. So he's going to examine, right. did she also do the same thing to my doctor friend, which I had a pre- prior relationship with? Mm. And then the doctor friend confirms it, basically saying, yeah, she's up to the same old things. And if my advice to you is to just walk away from Mitchie because it's, it's not going to end well because of the mom. But... Then I'm curious because the mom was like, are you interested in Richie? Like to the doctor in a previous episode? Yeah. And also I oh, yeah. I feel like if her, if that the mom, because she's such a hard ass, like if she's paying off women to not talk to her son again when they haven't done anything except for maybe be poor, like that it seems like if her son's therapist was having a relationship with her son that she would not only pay her off, but be like, now you also can't be my son's therapist anymore. Maybe it's in the contract that they, that she, the mom made her sign for the stamp. I don't know. I don't know. There's so anymore. many questions. Who There's is golf so bro? many questions. Who is know. golf bro? And what is the hair product <laughs> yeah. that everyone in this series is using? Mm-hmm. Because I need it. They need a link to it. They need to link to in it. And if key. you're if you're listening, hair product, and you want to sponsor the show, mm-hmm. call in. Please. Mm-hmm. Please. If please, you've ever please. seen a picture of my hair, you'll be like, wow, it's so flat. It's beautiful. Oh. Thank you so much, Kathy. And yet again, we we end the episode with less answered questions. Mm -hmm. Wait, sorry. More unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. Less answers, more. You know what? It's Cinco de Mayo. Keeps building. And uh, the Cinco de Mayo (laughs) juice is uh, taking its toll on me. (laughs) And the series, I guess, because it feels like so many twists and turns. I feel dizzy. Yeah, yeah. It just you're just in I for the ride at this busy. point. I'm extremely. I don't know what's confused. happening. Just go mm-hmm. for, just enjoy the ride. I, at this point, that's what it is. I buckle, think. Up. Just buckle up, buckle buttercups. up, and enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Signing off is Steve. It's Kathy. It's Kim. <laughs> I forgot how the song goes, but we're watching you mm-hmm. listening to us. Good night. Good night. Or good day. Good night. Or good morning. Or good, good afternoon. afternoon. A good day to you. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Korean Drama Podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue. And our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee. Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at Korean Drama Pod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck Podcasts at podcastpotluck.com. Hey Brian, did you go to Saturday school as a kid? 
I sure did. Did you? Totally. Well, at our podcast, Saturday School, we don't teach a language, but we pass along the culture that we do know. And that's Asian American pop culture. Ada is a journalist, and I'm a professor and film festival programmer. We've watched a lot of great Asian American movies, and we want you to watch them too. Come listen to us as we look back at the pioneering films that have led us to today. 